This episode is brought to you by pistachios. Pistachios, the only food you gotta work to get, you gotta work to get. You fucking crack open the shell, you break your tooth, then you gotta put the shell somewhere so you gotta get another cup, then you finally get a little peanut. The, uh, the peanut's the size of a fucking of a fucking tic tac, okay? So you can't really just eat one. You gotta fucking now now you're breaking five shells. Now you gotta break twenty-five and save the fucking peanuts and put them in a corner and then all the shells you have to throw out. So I don't know what the fuck the point is. Just let me and then you when you wanna buy the ones that are non-shelled, they're eighteen bucks. So Buy these pistachios at your local Walgreens, Walmart, or Jewel Osco. So what's up, dude? I said I wasn't going to do it, and I fucking did it anyways, all right? I was going to stop, but the only rule is I can't say the actual brand name. So I can't be like, oh, this episode's brought to you by Kellogg's fucking, fucking piece of shit Frosted Flakes, you know? I have to be like, I got to do it. You know what I mean, okay? So... Um, yeah, we're going to be doing it. We're going to be doing ads again, and I'm just going to do it how I want to do it. And this is my fucking show, and I'm not going to have people tell me how to do it. And that's how it goes until I start getting paid. Then they could tell me what to do. Um, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Kicks and Giggles podcast. Today's episode is very fun. All right. We're going to be going over some audio clips that include Bill Cosby, um, Fortnite, and what people like to trip on acid to like the kind of dubstep music they listen to. But before that, we got a... This is... I'm just going to read this question anyways, okay? I know I may have answered questions like this before, but I don't want to leave this guy out of the fucking mix. You know what I mean? He sent me a question, and I said I'd answer it, and I don't want to be the guy. I don't want to be that guy, you know? So, by the way, I had to text my brother and ask him what the fuck these words mean. Because I there there's some big words in here that I don't really get. So he says, hey man, apologize, apologies for bothering you, but I truly am curious. How does one evade the mundane workday and really get into what one loves or at least has great interest in? I'm 30 and have a great job, but that shit is for the birds. Enjoy, dude. All right. Um, so here's what, here's what I'm going to say. I, first of all, didn't know what fucking mundane means. I didn't know what evade meant. So I texted my brother and I said, hey, help me out. What the fuck is this guy asking me? And he said, basically, he's saying, how do you avoid an average job or average life and do something a little bit more wild? Um, and this guy, you know, you're 30 years old, buddy. So you you might think, oh, I'm too fucking old to go try out my fucking passion for playing guitar or whatever. But like I've said before, if you're like the the key is to just do whatever the fuck you want to do with your free time. Okay. Now you're 30 years old. You got to probably pay rent. You're probably got a lot of bills. So you probably have a good fucking day job. Right. But in the off time, Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays, and when you get home from work, you should be doing things that you're fucking passionate about. If you're literal, if your passion is fucking painting birds, then every, this fucking second you get home, dude, bust out your canvas and start painting birds and anything else, playing Fortnite, fucking singing, selling shit, sculpting, whatever it is. It's like the key is to just do it, you know? 
Don't like, don't let Tammy fucking hit you up because she wants to go get dinner. And then you're like, okay, well, I got to go on this date. And then you miss out on the fucking painting birds because Tammy fucking sucked you in, dude. Don't let that shit, don't let it happen. All right. Last night I was supposed to actually, well, that was my fault. Friday night I was supposed to go out with a girl, completely fucking blew her off, had a ton of fucking sales that I was doing. Picked up some shoes in Chicago, drove around for three fucking hours, and I felt like I did something productive instead, right? Now, my dick isn't getting wet, so that's unfortunate, but you fucking, you gotta play your cards right, man. You gotta, it might be worth trading the fucking ejaculation card and picking up a card that says fucking productivity. I don't know how to fucking say the word. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying, though, right? You gotta tr- sometimes you gotta substitute the parties and the fucking sex and the even if your wife is like, even if you're married and your wife's like, let's let's watch Gone Girl tonight and make popcorn and sit in and get cozy and build a fu- no, bitch. We I gotta fucking paint the birds, okay? God. Just let me paint the fucking... Let me do my thing. We watch movies every fucking weekend. We watch Dr. Phil. We watch fucking Gone Girl. We watch Lost. We watch Game of Thrones. Can I fucking do something for myself? (sighs) Question number two is what... Uh, what software do you use for your podcast? What microphone do you use? How do you record? What's your setup like is basically what he's saying. Um, and I actually just bought a new, po- uh, podcast microphone and it's called the blue Yeti caster. All right. Now here's my thing. I fucking love spending money, man. Like I, I can spend money when I'm behind an idea. I'll fund it. I'll go fucking broke on an idea. Okay. But with podcasting, I just felt like when I would look up reviews of these microphones, they were all kind of the same. And like the P's on some of them sounds like fucking shit. Uh, and then the P's on other ones sound fine. And I feel like my my P's don't sound that annoying, right? So I was like, all right, this is fucking solid. The, the Blue Yeti. So I ordered that. And oh, I actually found out that Jeffree Star used the Blue Yeti microphone as well. So I was like, if Jeffree Star uses it, then I got to get one because it's probably legit. Now I know Howard Stern and like the TFATK group and all of them, like the higher fucking, the podcast that already made it, um, they all use like the Shure 7M35, whatever the fuck. It's like some $700 setup. And I felt like in the beginning, I didn't know if I was going to like podcasting or not. It was kind of something I was trying out. So I just bought like a $150 one and I fucking rolled with it. Um, my software, I don't use any crazy thing. I don't have a producer do anything for me. I have GarageBand, which was built in my Mac. And I fucking literally open the app up, press record, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm doing it. You know, I don't need anything else. I don't need $800 software. I don't need some fucking stroke job to produce my podcast which I don't even know what the fuck that means. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. But for now, I got my fans going. I got 130 ratings on the fucking podcast on Apple. I got, uh, I don't know, four, about 410 listeners per episode right now, which has gained 100 within the past six episodes. So we're doing good, you know? 
Um, and, and I'm just going to go with it. But my new, my new microphone, it's called a Yeti caster. And I got this for my video podcast, which is coming next week officially, but it's basically an arm that clamps to my desk and then my microphone hangs over my head and it's all blacked out. So it's probably going to look a lot better when I do my video pod. Um, the only thing I'm waiting on is I have to fucking post every single, uh, like audio clip into YouTube. So I'm not going to just post a random fucking episode 25. It's going to be like, you can listen to the audio on YouTube or starting episode 25, you could watch the video, you know? So it just makes it more organized. But yeah, dude, I, I don't do anything crazy. I spent like $300 originally on my, on my podcast shit. And that was like, a ton of fucking soundproof foam to put in my room, uh, my microphone, and that was it. You know, I didn't even spend that much. I spent like two fifty, but now this new microphone was a little bit more. But we're getting there, you know. So now I want to talk about some. These are these are the audio clips. All right, we're gonna hop right into this because I don't know why, but I feel like I sound kind of congested, and it fucking pisses me off to hear my own voice. And it's a, I, maybe my voice just always sounds like shit, is what we're realizing. But I want to do kind of a quicker episode today. Quicker, fucking quick, quicker, quicker oats. So let's get into this. This is a mom that, okay, for all of you guys that don't know what Fortnite is, Fortnite is a video game on the PS4, on PC, and on Xbox, and on fucking cell phones. And it's the best game of all time, all right? You fucking shoot people. It's very, like, um, Hunger Games style, there's a hundred people in there, and once you get killed, you're fucking out, like the last man standing, that's it, it's the first game to ever really do that, um, or the first popular game, there was a few other competitors, but Fortnite takes the fucking cake, man, you could build, you could do a lot of shit that you can't do in other games, it's very creative, and it's just a great game, so now here's a mom, oh, I, I gotta give you a little bit more, um, there's skins and a skin means that's like a costume. So every 24 hours, there's a new costume that comes out and you could buy them with your V bucks that cost real money. Um, and then there's like other little shit that you could spend your money on, right? Usually a new costume is like 10 bucks. So listen to this video. Whoever created Fortnite, whoever you are out there. I need you to know what you're doing to parents across the globe, okay? Because your game has completely taken over and our children have become total addicts, okay? And I know that it's my job to make sure I know how, how many hours a day he's playing. First of all, let me, get, let, me, let me tell you something. The game taking over is a positive thing. So I don't know what you're trying to say there. Uh, and when she says you're, these kids are addicted to the game... Let me remind you that the fucking tournaments in Fortnite are winning people millions of dollars. Professional gamers that play Fortnite have chances to win $80 million in these fucking tournaments. There's $80 million up for grabs, okay? Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's $8 million, okay? But either way, it's huge fucking prizes, all right? And people are fucking rich off this shit, man. So... Obviously, I fucking don't agree with this broad. All right? So, hold on. She keeps going. 
playing and this, that, and the other thing. I get that. I'm monitoring, okay? But this child is continuously coming to ask me for money to buy virtual products in your game. Virtual skins, virtual jackets, virtual dance moves. That, that These things that are not tangible that nobody's actually going to get. It's just God. some... Virtual games, virtual shit. My son's asking me for virtual stuff. Like, dude, give your kid a fucking break. Let the kid play the fucking game, dude. He wants to play a game. He's in his room on a Friday Friday night, Saturday night. I fucking wish, dude, I wish I had Fortnite freshman year and sophomore year. I wouldn't have went over to fucking Joey's house and gotten fucking baked. I wouldn't have went over to Vince's house and got fucking, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have went and tried new things, meaning like drugs and alcohol, because I would have just sat in my room and played Fortnite all night. And that would have been my fun. And I've met, like, to this day in real life, I have met so many people on Fortnite that are my friends. I've played with people in Fortnite that I found out lived in my same area and that we fucking met up in real life. Like, I've met real fucking friends from this game, okay? So it's not just an online thing. It's fucking, it turns into real life. Kids are fucking getting high, trying fucking cocaine, they're fucking going to parties and getting fucked up. And this mother is bitching because her son is sitting in her room, sitting in his room, playing a fucking video game. All right. Now listen to this part. I have to do it now. And I said, you need to stop. We are done. We are not having this conversation. No, no, nothing. You're not getting anything. And he said, looked at me and he says, mom. Right here. This is it. Do you dude. remember when we were in church last week? And the man was asking for bread because he needed to be fed. And Jesus said, all you need to do is ask and you shall receive. Boom. Fuck you, mom. Remember when you fucking brought me in that church and you showed me all this fucking bullshit. Now I'm using that card against you. All right. That kid's a smart fucking kid. Any skin you want, buddy, I'll fucking pay for it. I'll give you a $50 check and I'll fucking send it right over. I'll send you... As many, I'll send you 5,000 V-Bucks, all right? If you hear this, I'm not kidding, 100% serious. If somehow this gets to you, I will buy you a fucking 10 skins. I'll give you all my skins, all right? I got fucking, my Fortnite account's worth 800 bucks. I got fucking rare skins. I'll give them to you. I don't give a shit, all right? Just because you said to your mom, remember when you brought me in that church and the fucking priest said, Whatever, I don't know what the, f I don't know who said it, but in the Bible they read, ask and you shall receive. Yeah, bitch, give me some fucking Fortnite skins, mom. Now what? Now you're going to say no? Why? I fucking asked. I, I love that, dude. I love that kid. And fuck this mom. This mom doesn't get it. This is what we call moms that are stuck in the loop, okay? And here's what I mean. Um, it's like when you're stuck in a loop... You kind of just don't really get, you can't get with the times, you know? You don't really adapt well to new things. This is a loop. There's plenty of loops that you could get stuck in in life. This is just one of them. Um, <laughs> so this is the mom that she probably thinks that billboards are a good way of advertising, you know? She probably thinks that school is the key to success. She probably thinks that, uh, you know, selling on Instagram is fucking dumb, and she probably thinks that using Facebook and Snapchat too much is also really dumb. And, you know, you just gotta, if you're a mother, 
just adapt to things, you know, read the news, but also fucking pay attention to what's going on on Twitter and Instagram and what kids are seeing. Because kids my age, we don't turn on fucking WBCN. <laughs> That's definitely not a channel. We don't turn on fucking Fox News at five, at fucking seven in the morning or at five in the morning. Okay. We, you know how I get my news? I go to the news app on my phone and I go to Twitter What's trending? You know, fucking LeBron James fucking crank, cranked his ankle. That's what I, that's my news. And then there's a ton of shit about Trump that I don't even get into. But you get what I'm saying, right? If you're a parent, you got to adapt. You have to understand. Look at things. Look at your, your, the kid's point of view. He wants to play a fucking video game. At least he's not partying. At least he's not doing drugs. At least he's staying home. Now, when you set those rules and you say you're not playing this fucking game, you need to get out of the house... Then the kid gets fucking addicted to cocaine, and now it's your fault, bitch. That's how it fucking goes. I hope, I hope he goes out one night and gets drunk, and then you find out, and then you get mad at him. I'd fucking love to see it, because now you just mind fuck the kid. Stay in your fucking house. You're not getting drunk, but don't be playing fucking Fortnite, because that game's addicting, so you're not going to sit in your fucking room all day. Mom, I'm going to fucking jump off a cliff. Okay, that, that's what my answer would be if I was the kid. Um, so I just wanted to kind of get some anger out there. Obviously, I've had some stress in the past few weeks. Now my Xbox turns on. That's great. Um, I, yeah, man, I just want to get, I, I want to unleash a little bit of anger on this woman. So glad we did that. Now this one, we're taking a dark turn, all right? Everybody knows the Bill Cosby fucking scandal, all right? We talked about the Cosby sneak. We talked about what he was, he was slipping shit in girls' drinks and fucking drugging them and then kind of getting them home and doing a little bit of shit that you shouldn't be doing. There's a lot of rape accusations and fucking, what's it called, like getting roofied? There's a lot of shit that Bill Cosby did and now he's going to jail for it for I believe 10 years or something. I don't know. Maybe it's shorter. I don't really pay attention. But I know that he got sentenced to a fucking period of time in jail because of what he did. All right, so it was like legit. And there was women that were going after him for fucking years. And there were statements they found that were from forever ago that like it wasn't just because he's rich now. And like if I got famous, if a girl was like, oh, yeah, he fucking raped me. People would think like, oh, it's just because you're trying to get money out of his pocket because he's fucking loaded. But these were like accusations that were from years ago. You know what I mean? It wasn't. It's, it's not like, and, and the Me, Me Too movement is going on a lot right now, so a lot of girls are trying to chime in, um, but some of them are legit, and this happens to be one of them, so check this out, which, uh, by the way, I'm probably going to get shit for saying what I just said, I'm not trying to go after anyone's fucking money, he grabbed me and put me in a fucking locker, or whatever, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not like against you guys, I'm with you on some terms, all right? In the Cosby one, yes. So listen to this. In the scene, uh, you see like the kids are kissing, right? They had a barbecue outside, and I don't know the characters' names, but they're kissing and they're like all cuddled up. And there's two sets of couples next to each other. This was after they ate barbecue chicken that Mr. Cosby made. All right. I love your neck, honey. It certainly is nice to see them work things out for themselves. They haven't worked anything out for themselves. It's my barbecue sauce. 
your barbecue sauce. My barbecue sauce. Haven't you ever noticed after people have some of my barbecue sauce, after a while when it kicks in, they get all huggy-buggy? If you didn't hear that, he said, haven't you ever noticed when people get a little bit of my barbecue sauce and it kicks in, they get all huggy-buggy, all right? Now, he keeps going. I'm dead serious. <laughs> haven't you ever noticed that after one of my barbecues and they have the sauce, people want to get right? Haven't you ever noticed when I get the barbecue sauce on the table, everybody starts getting a little fucking horny because I put a little bit of shit in them? Haven't you noticed I've been doing a Cosby snake for years, bitch? What the fuck do you think they were eating? Just regular chicken? I mean, what a sickening fucking thing. The, the fact that this is a scene, and then years later, he gets caught for, like, roofing girls and fucking putting shit in girls' drinks. Like, man, what a, what a scene to put in the show. You know? It's just... I got a cup of it, I said. <laughs> Left it up there breathing. <laughs> Why don't you give the chicken to these people that's going up and have some sauce? Dude, and he's not even graining. It's so fucking eerie. Why don't you fucking drink a shot of my barbecue sauce and we'll go back upstairs and when the cameras turn off, we'll fucking get, we'll see what really fucking happens, bitch. You think this is just a TV show? You want to fucking see what Cosby's fucking capable of, bitch? <laughs> I can't. I can't even do it. I don't know how to do his voice. It would be a lot better if I could do a great Cosby fucking impression. But unfortunately, that's all you get. But I just thought that was really fucking really weird. People don't really notice that. Um, but now the video has 1.2 million views, and a lot of those have to be recent. People got to be putting shit together. Um, oh yeah, someone said the first first. Or the most liked comment says, It's insane how this clip foreshadowed the future. Bill Cosby truly did have a special barbecue sauce and it did in fact work. Um, yeah, I mean, the only difference is I don't really think he was like making them horny and like get into it. I think it was kind of against their will. But yeah, you know, it's fucked up, man. But that's what happens. And this is somehow I was supposed to transition into, um, I wanted to transition into me doing drugs for the first time. Um, and here's, which, okay, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I just keep thinking that I didn't because every time I go to my files, the, okay, the first episode of the Kicks and Giggles podcast was actually not released. I recorded on 420 and I talked a lot about you know, getting drunk and getting high and um, like my first experiences getting high. I feel like I've talked about them, but I don't know, man. Here's what we're going to talk about right now is there's a thing called, uh, you guys know what acid is, right? And you know what shrooms are and you know what fucking, uh, what's the one that's like you blowing a fucking balloon? I have a lot of friends that do shit like this or like not friends, but they're kids I, I know from high school that a lot of kids are doing acid, and I don't fucking know what it's about. Uh, I guess you see different colors, and like sounds are a lot more vibrant, and people do a thing where they go on a fucking nature walk, is what they call it, and they do acid, and then they walk around a fucking forest, and they guess, like, they see shit. That's fucking dumb as shit, okay? First of all, that's dumb. 
uh, I got high before, and getting high was cool, but it just didn't do it for me, you know? And I know that I got, I have a decent amount of money, especially as a kid, I was making a lot of money. And if I started getting high, I knew that I would put my fucking money all into it. And like I said, when I get, when I'm a fan of an idea, I will, like money doesn't matter anymore. I'm, I'm in. So if I ever got into a drug, I feel like I'd, I'd be the type to get addicted, like fucking financially addicted. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think I've told a story about when I got high for the first time. It's not really that great of a story, so I don't give a fuck to tell it again. But what I do want to say is there was a time where I fucking walked and my friends, they used to always like try to get me to try something. And it wasn't in a pure pressure way. They were pretty cool about it. They'd be like, if you want to try acid, we have some for you here. Let me know. And I'd be like, dude, I'm good. But I always liked hanging out with them when they were on drugs because I could see what the fuck, like I was sober. They were all on fucking acid and I was seeing what they were doing. I just, for some reason, thought that was fun. Um, so I don't know how the fuck we're going on this topic, but, but just fucking hang on. All right. This is a true story. One time my buddy invited me over and he was like, dude, we need to get food, but we're on fucking acid and we can't drive. So like, will you, cause he knows that I sit at home on the weekends and like, I'm not really, I don't really have fucking friends. So he was like, can you fucking take us to get some food? I'll buy you food. And I was like, all right, he's doing the right thing because he's looking for a designated driver. So cool. I got you, bro. So he's in the garage, I guess. And <laughs> the fucking garage door opens up. And this is what I hear. Okay. This is what I hear. Something similar to this. And now the fucking garage door opens up. And it's like... And I see my buddy laying on the ground and there's fucking glow sticks fucking everywhere. And there's like four other kids that are all just laying on the ground in the fucking garage. This music playing. Like some hardcore dubstep. Maybe it was a little bit slower. It wasn't as fast paced. But he's like, dude, you fucking came, bro. And I was like, oh my fucking God. And there was a glow stick like disco ball that they definitely made. It looked like they bought like a do-it-yourself kit of a glow stick ball. And it was this fucking huge globe-sized thing. And it was hanging from the, you know where you normally hang like a ball that hits your window when you drive into your fucking garage so you don't hit the wall? Instead of that, it was a fucking glow stick disco ball, and everybody was just fucked up on the ground, and that was the first time I've ever seen people on acid, and their eyes were like fucking taped open, um, not literally, but they looked like they were just protruding out of their fucking skull, and um, that was the first glimpse I've ever had of acid, and I never really, after that, I was like, you know what, I'm good. If I'm going to be laying in a garage listening to fucking, I don't really, I don't need any of that. I'll hang out in my room, you know, turn my Xbox on, play a little bit of Fortnite, and that's about it. Uh, so, I couldn't get into acid. Xanax as well. I, I remember um, just being with friends that were on Xanax, and they talk really slow, and it's so fucking frustrating to talk to someone on Xanax. So I don't get into that. Um, CBD oil, 
It was the only thing that I would do, I think. I've, I smoked it once in school, by the way, and I used to always vape in the bathrooms, and um, which fucking everyone did. So if you're a teacher listening and you like get a little triggered there, everyone does that still to this day. 90% of kids are vaping in the fucking bathrooms. So, um, you know, I'd go in, the, go in the bathroom and I'd start fucking vaping. And one time a kid came in there and he was like, dude, try this, man. It's fucking watermelon punch, bro. And I was like, all right. So I hit his vape and I instantly felt something. Because I have a very low tolerance when it comes to this shit. Um, I instantly felt something. And I was like, what's in your vape? And he's like, it's CBD oil, bro. And at the time, that sounded foreign to me. So I was like, holy fuck. Like, I just got Cosby I just got Cosby snaked by a fucking kid. He just lied to me about what I was doing. And it was secretly a drug. And now I sit in my class. And it's like literature, fucking whatever. History class, I think. And my hands are shaking. Or I think my hands are shaking, but they aren't. And I'm, like, freaking the fuck out. And I remember texting my friend saying, like, do I look okay? And he was like, yeah, why? And I don't know. Like, what I thought was going on was a lot different than what the fuck was actually going on. And I was just scared, man. It lasted only, like, 20 minutes. But later on, I found out that CBD is just the extracted... It's like everything that comes from weed except for THC. Which THC is what gets your mind high and I guess everything else is what gets your body high and, like, relieves stress and, like, makes you calm and makes you tired. So CBD is all of that. It's everything but the THC from weed to some extent. I know there's some fucking pot experts out there that are going to be like, well, actually, it contains 0.2% THC. Again, I ain't fucking talking to you, all right? I'm talking to everyone else that's normal. Um, And, yeah, it's just... Like, it's good, and it's good, is what it is. I ordered CBD gummies, and I used to take them, and they would make me fall asleep fucking out cold, because I used to feel like I had sleep apnea, and I'd have a little bit of insomnia, like I can't fall asleep. Um, Very little bit. I'm not saying anything serious. But I just wouldn't be able to fall asleep, so I took those, and they'd fucking... I would fall asleep with my TV on and my fucking phone on my chest when I woke up. Like, that's how out cold I would be. But then after a while, I notice if you take it too much, you get headaches. So like once a week or once every two weeks, definitely, I still would use it to this day. If I can't fall asleep, I'll fucking order some gummies. I'll do that. Um, weed, I I kind of, like, I will admit that I enjoyed it, but I just can't. It's just, I, I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? And everybody fucking does it, which I think I've said this before. Now that I'm saying it, I feel like my deja vu's fucking kicking in. So we don't have to go through all that. I just wanted to get through some of those, you know, what it's like being on acid and what it's like when you're not on acid and all your fucking friends are. And the Cosby sneak thing I thought was a little bit funny to share with you guys. The Fortnite mom, fuck you. Fortnite son, you are great for repeating the Bible verse to your mom. That's that's reverse engineering. That's some high-level shit that that kid thought of. It's like when when somebody tells you rules it's like what I did in school. Somebody gives me rules. The teacher says, you can't use your phone during tests. You can't do this. You can't do this. And you f- pick a loophole. You're, you're just wired differently. So your brain goes, okay, I can't use my fucking phone at the test, but I'm done with my test so I can pull my phone out. Now the teacher comes up to me and tries to call me out. You fucking said I can't use it during the test. I finished, bitch. 
What's up? And then they have nothing to say. And then they, here's what they do. Uh, I, I, well, I, I, well, I'm Angel. Uh, I mean, well, um, well, what I said, they stutter because they're fucking, they lost. Um, so that's that. Now let's get into the sneaker portion of the day. And let me play my, my new sneaker um, intro music. Dude, imagine being on acid and listening to that. Just be like, dude, I'm out of my fucking mind, bro. Do you, yo, dude, do you see someone over there, dude? What the fuck is that? Dude. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. Okay, my bad. I was going to try to play, like, it was going to be the joke was that my intro music was the dubstep. All right. And then I kind of just, and then I got caught off guard. All right. So. The picture's going around for this in the sneaker land. Here's what's going around. It's a picture of November, December, and January, and they're the Yeezys that are releasing, all right? Now, October, we got the Wave Runner restock, and we got the fucking creams that restocked, which, by the way, the creams are just, everything's going for about retail. Some of the smaller sizes are like 250 275 but uh, a buddy of mine, I'm going to fucking, I remember this, dude. I remember this guy. His name is Jay Los, I think, and he said he's just pissed because he ordered. He finally got a pair for retail for the for the creams. Um, he finally hit a pair of shoes for retail, like a hype pair of shoes, and it was the creams. And he's saying, "Why the fuck would you release an all white pair of shoes right before winter when everyone's gonna be wearing boots and shit? And it, your shoes are just gonna get muddy and slushy, and they're gonna get fucking ruined." And I'm there with you, bro. I understand that it's a pain in the ass. But the the here's what the the mindset behind it is. I think is Kanye probably thought if I release these shoes in October, people aren't gonna wear them and they're gonna sit on them. And over time, when you sit on pairs of shoes for fucking five months and nobody's wearing them, now the market's gonna go up because people are gonna start thinking, oh. These are fucking just sitting in my room. I don't even want them. I'm just going to sell them. So it kind of makes the market go up in some weird way. Um, The fact that he like released them, like obviously he didn't release them in fucking March or April at the end of the shitty weather when summer's starting to come out. That would have been ideal, but I think he did it purposely because that would make the market go up and people are going to sit on their pairs. They're not going to wear them and it still makes it like a limited shoe, even though everybody's got them. Um, it's kind of hard to explain, but that's where my, that's just how I think. Um, another picture is the new Easy 700, and they're black and they're brown, and they got a little bit of fucking. They're called like Muave, Muave, Muave. I don't know how to fucking say the word, but it's M U A V E. I don't, or uh, yeah, I don't know how to fucking say it, but. These are awesome, all right? They're black, they're brown. They got two little hints of lime green on them, which definitely fucking ruins the shoe. But other than the two lime green things, they're dope as fuck. I'm going to buy these myself, and I think I'm going to have those two little lime green patches uh, painted black. Um, But I will say, for the fucking what to stock part of this little sneaker part, uh, I would say definitely stock those. I think the first, well, I know for a fact, when the Wave Runners first came out, they were going for $800, $900, right? I sold my first pair of Wave Runners for 900 bucks. 
and they were size nine and a half. Then I sold pairs for $7.50 all day. And then they restocked and then they restocked again. So now obviously the market's low. But when they first came out, people fucking loved them because the comfortability and for how different the shoe looks compared to the very plain V2, compared to very basic Jordan 1s and Jordan 3s, we see a lot of the same style. The Yeezy 700 was different, okay? And that's why people attracted to it. And the colors on the fucking Wave Runners were awesome. Uh, I'm not even a big orange guy, but just the way that they utilized the colors was dope. And I can see how they did the same thing with this new 700 pair. The lime green doesn't look hideous. It just, I just don't like the color personally. But it doesn't look bad on the shoe, you know? It's a very natural colored shoe, black, brown, very, what is it called? Natural? I don't know. Neutral is what I meant. Very neutrally colored shoe. And then you get a little bit of hint of some wild fucking green. Um, I think the market on these, my prediction is, it's going to be 600 bucks you know, five to 600, and then the rare sizes, the fucking four and a half, the 14, those rare sizes, 12 and a half, will probably be like 800 or more. Um, this is just a prediction, so I might be wrong, but I would say if you could get your hands on these, try your best to. The fucking retail on these is 300, which I will always think is fucking way too high, but uh, the market's definitely gonna settle, and I think it's gonna be double retail, which double retail isn't even bad. When you think about it, because if the shoe would have been a hundred bucks, double retail would have been 200. So the problem isn't the market. The problem is how fucking high they're retailing these shoes. Um, but it's the only shoe right now that's got good quality control or not quality control. It's got good quality in general. Um, Jordan's quality control is fucked, by the way. I just picked up a pair of UNC off-white retro ones. And there are so many fucking defects on this pair of shoes. I'll probably show them to you next week. But there's so many defects that I thought they were fake. So I posted them online and sent them to all my sneaker guys. And a lot of people were saying like, dude, these are legit. But then one guy that's very credible was like, no, dude, these are fucking off. Like, this is very blatantly fake. So I didn't know what to fucking think. So now I sent pictures to GOAT, which is a sneaker authentic fucking middleman reselling website and I sent pictures to them and they said that they were legit so what I learned is wow the fucking quality control on Jordan right now is fucking shit which it has been for the past few years but like the way I don't know how you can let a Jordan like this pass by and sell in a store with this many fucking defects we've seen little stitching we've seen a little glue stain but dude like I don't know, man. It's not a good pair. I'll sell them to you guys for fucking super low. I'll sell them. They're a size 12. They've been worn once. I'll sell them for like 500 bucks, which retail, I think, on a brand new pair, or not retail, market on a brand new pair is like 800. So if anybody wants these, let me know. Um, they just, there's a lot of defects. And the average person probably wouldn't even notice because they're just not nitpicky. They just get the shoes in hand. They wear them. But for me, someone that studies shoes every fucking day of my life, and when I get pairs, I compare them to each other, and I find little things, it's just like an OCD thing, and they drive me insane. But anyways, um, definitely the new 700s, I'd go for those. I think the market's going to be high on them. I think it's going to be sort of what, for, what happened with the first pair of 700s, and the market's going to be high. Um, then, 
you got the fucking Platinum Tint 11s. These are Retro 11s that are coming out. It's kind of the classic random fucking throw it in there Retro 11 at the end of the year release from Jordan. Um, which these are always fucking shit, okay? What I remember is the Georgetowns, the Snakeskins, which the Snakeskins I kind of think are cool now. They grew on me. But Georgetown, Snakeskins, the fucking, like, who's that baseball player? Derek Jeters, um, the Win like 92, the fucking white and blue pair. I don't know, man. I just... All the new Retro 11s, I think they're garbage. That's that's all I'm saying. The only Retro 11s I like is Bread, Space Jams, Cool Grays, fucking Pantones go hard. Um, like, there's very few. I just, like, how are you about to release a fucking all-white, it looks exactly like the Legend Blues, an all-white Retro 11 with a little fucking red line on them, you know? And then people, you expect people to pay 230 retail or whatever the fuck they retail at. Like, definitely pass on these. If you're a sneakerhead and you're looking to resell, don't fucking buy these. If you're a sneakerhead and you're looking to rock, I would say still pass on them. If you want an all-white Retro 11, get the Legend Blues. Get something a little bit more original and clean. Uh, fuck, fuck this pair. Not a fan at all. And I don't think the market's going to be high. I would bet you market's under 300 bucks. Now, let's see what else is going on here. We got a couple more. Um, Ultra Boost engineered garments. I fucking love Ultra Boosts. Here's the problem. There is too many fucking colorways that are just black and white. I swear to God, there are fucking 500. I've bitched about this before. There are 500 different colorways of the Ultra Boost that are just black and white, and they're killing the fucking hype behind them. But this is an Ultra Boost 1.0 with a new colorway, I believe. Because I, I don't think I've seen these before. Um, let me look them up so I know what the fuck I'm saying, maybe. Yeah, so this is a Ultra Boost 1.0, and they're blue, and they got three yellow stripes down the middle, uh, and they're fucking dope, and I'm a big fan of them, and they come out in like a week from today. They actually come out six days from today, and I think the market's going to be high on these only because the fact of like wild colors on an Ultra Boost isn't really popular anymore. I feel like a lot of people, they release tan 4.0s, black 4.0s, triple black, all white, Fucking khaki colored, an olive green, maybe. Um, they don't do like bright blue, bright yellow. They don't do a lot of that on Ultra Boost. So the fact that it's a 1.0 and the fact that it's clearly a unique pair, uh, like looks wise, I think there's are definitely going to be high priced. And why the fuck are they releasing a 1.0 now? You know, it's just weird. This is probably because they're going to be restocking a lot of 1.0s, but I don't know. I'm a fan of it because I like the 1.0s the best, but. I don't know, man. This this pair, I'd say, if you could get your hands on them, get them. Um, if somebody gets a 10.5 or 11, let me know and I'll buy them from you. But I think the market's going to be high on these, and uh, that's, that's my predictions of the day. Um, another thing is, in this fucking December and January section, you got the static 700 V2s, and then the... It's like a V2, but it's see-through, and they're also called statics. Um, but there's a static 350 and a static 700. The 700s are fucking dope. I will absolutely be buying them. Uh, I just think that shoe is so comfortable and it's so different and it's not being overly produced, but they're like, 
there's only two colorways out right now. Or there's actually one, which is the Wave Runner. But the second one is that Moave, whatever the fuck. And then the third is a Static. I, I'm cool with that, you know? With the, with the V2s, when they first came out, the Belugas and, like, the Black Friday packs, those were cool. And then Blue Tints, Beluga 2.0s, Creams, Butters, Statics, all this fucking... Or Sesames. All these new colorways fucking ruin the shoe, okay? Um... So I like the OG pairs. I'd still wear Belugas to this day, the 1.0s. I'd still wear the red stripes. You'll never catch me in a pair of fucking Beluga 2.0s or blue tints, though, just because I'm against the quality shittier. They're too, there's way too many made. They shouldn't have fucking made them in the first place. They're just shit, okay? So even though the blue tints look dope, I will admit that, but I won't. The only new colorway I'd wear is the yellow zebras. Those are dope. Um, so, and finally, we got the fucking Rookie of the Year Retro Ones, which these look absolutely phenomenal. I think the quality on these is fucking unreal. It's going to be super high quality, and the little details that they're putting in, you guys know I fuck with that. You know that those, that retro, what was it called? Like the hand, what the fuck is it called, man? It was like the, the, I don't know, deck of cards fucking pack, and it was the blue moon and the green and the track red and then the yellow. That pack, I loved those because of the small details that they put on the insole and the fucking suede on the back. Just all the little things that they did. And I see them doing the same thing with the Rookie of the Years. But, there's, here's the only but, is that supposedly they're supposed to be unisex sizing, which means that instead of doing like a men's release and a woman's release, they're just going to have like a fuckload. Oh, actually, no, no, no. That's actually wrong. I think unisex is normal. I think, I, think I'm, I think I'm wrong. It should be 7 through fucking 14. That's normal, okay? I don't, is unisex, I don't know, man. Maybe I just beat my own fucking game. I think unisex actually means normal. I was going to say there might be making like four, fives, and sixes that are men's pairs, but that doesn't even fucking make sense. So disregard what I just said. Um, but you don't see brown on a lot of fucking retro ones and the fucking, how clean these are, it just, I, I will absolutely be wearing them. I think the quality looks like it's going to be insane. Um, it looks like it's suede or like a very shortcut new buck. And then they got that fucking shattered backboard leather on the middle and they just look beautiful. All right. That's it. And I'm definitely going to be buying them and I'm definitely going to be selling them. I think market's going to settle around 500 bucks. Um, probably four to five because a lot of shoes are releasing right now. People don't know what to fucking buy. The Converse and Off-White collab flopped, which that should say something about the market right now. Um, so I think definitely get your hands on these. And even though I'm kind of getting out of my Jordan phase because they're just not that comfortable, I will definitely be wearing these. Um, so there, there you go, baby. This is my fucking, this is my sneaker show. And this is my comedy show, and it's all one show. And it's called Kicks and Giggles, and you could fucking tell your friends about it now. Because if you listen to the episode and you enjoyed it, maybe you, f you got a friend named Derek, and you could be like, hey, man, fucking, yo, Derek, listen to the show. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, go get your pistachios, and have a beautiful fucking Sunday. <laughs>